I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Friday, happy Friday everyone. How are you, how's your week been, what have you been up to, how are you feeling today on a scale of 1 to 10? So, what do I have to update you on? Oh my god, I had my lips topped up the other day, right? I've got my forehead Botox topped up, yeah, keep me looking young. And I had my lips topped up, and when I came out, Okay, if you've had Botox, you know you look fucking crazy when you come out because your head, well, wherever you get it, but for me, my forehead was, it's lumpy. Like, it's like big, thick lumps. Like, it's really, really, just, it's, it's not a look, okay? And my lips swell. Like, I'm, I'm a bit of a sweller when it comes to lip filler. And anyway, so I come out and I'm like hiding my face. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And then all I hear is, Leah! And I turned around and I met one of you guys and I was like, okay, don't panic, all right? Don't panic. I don't usually look like this. I I was thinking, oh my God, she's going to think, you fucking catfish. Yeah, your lumpy face and your stupid lips. And I was like, please don't panic. (laughs) I don't know not like this. It's very embarrassing. And she she looked at me like she was worried. Like, love you, babe. Shout out to you, but... Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. I was like, what a time, hey? Um, not much else to report, to be honest. Um, trying to get my mojo back. Really trying to figure out what it is in life that makes me happy. <laughs> oh, do you know what I mean, though? I'm at that age. I talked to my mum about it. Like, I'm at the age where you panic bad about life and what the fuck you're doing. And it's really getting to me. But gonna keep it light gonna keep it positive um we're gonna do another friendship episode today I'm really enjoying the friendship dilemmas because I feel like especially with these they're very relatable for a lot of us like I feel like it's a universal oh that was very loud in my ear it's a universal thing as young women I know guys probably do as well but we struggle with friendships and the drama oh my god the drama so I was just like you know I was looking through my dilemmas and I was like we still have a lot of friendship ones to uncover here so I was like let's do another one do you know what I mean let's do another friendships one I've also come up with another cool idea for an episode which I'm thinking we'll do next Friday and it's something I don't know what I'm going to call it maybe like the honesty episode right so I'm just going to ask you all you can only say yes or no right it's just questions where we've got to just be honest and they might be kind of like taboo things to admit or difficult to admit or something you might not have really confronted with yourself so I'm gonna give you an example right so it's gonna be like you know 
do you frequently check your partner's following on Instagram? Something like that. And it's just going to be a yes or no. And we can look at what percentage are doing these things. You know, do you care if, if your partner watches porn? Uh, I don't know. Have you ever catfished someone? Would you consider yourself toxic? You know, do you seek people's validation? Like all these confronting questions, but also taboo questions, all these kind of things. And I'm really looking forward to it because also I'm going to throw in the question that I've been dying to know, like how many of us have filler? Because I think it's high. So I'm going to throw that one in there as well. So basically, um, keep keep an eye out on my Instagram stories because at some point over the next week, I'm going to be spamming with questions. Feel free to meet me if you find it annoying. <laughs> but I'm going to be spamming with questions where you can like just scroll through and say yes or no. So any question ideas that you have, send them my way and I'll pop them up on my story as well. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I feel like it's going to be really interesting. Any other episode ideas, send them my way. And yeah, I hope you've all had a really good week. It's the weekend, whatever you've had planned, whatever you have planned. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's amazing. I hope I hope it's a good, good weekend for everybody, you know? Lovely vibes. All right, let's get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at Leah Levine to see visual clips of the podcast. I love you. Enjoy the episode. Can I just say the amount of people that messaged me saying that you can relate to my friendship story from school? It was insane. And it's kind of sad Like when you think about it, like you think the bullies at school which sometimes they are but you think it's the the person that you don't talk to and and the one that you avoid and the one that just picks on you for no reason and just like every time you pass them in school they'll like pick on you don't get me wrong that that happens but also a lot of the time it's your fucking friends friends quotation marks do you know what I mean Anyway, this is not about bullying. We have some cool, juicy dilemmas. Um, I'm really looking forward to get into them. So let's just dive straight in with this one. It says, help, I think I'm losing my best friend. And I feel like we've all been there with this one. When you feel a friendship drifting, you feel like you're not the same. Do you know what I mean? So let's get straight in. Hello, Leah. Just want to start by saying I think you're doing an amazing job and you're the loveliest person. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, it's a long one. That's all right. We've got plenty of time, babe. So I have a best friend. Our friendship is very similar to yourself and Jess's, which is why I wanted to send this to you. We're low maintenance and we just understand each other so well. She is literally like family to me and one of the most important people in my life, which is why I'm reaching out to you today. Okay, I love you. Because we are low maintenance, we have never had to worry about whether we have seen each other in a while, but we always make sure we do check up on each other. But recently, I felt a bit neglected by her, and I feel it's always me that's messaging first or calling, etc. When we do talk, and I ask what she's been up to, she says she's met up with and spoken to other friends on the phone, etc. It's upsetting me that she seems to have a lot of time to speak to everyone else on the phone or go and see them, but I seem to get blunt text replies and doesn't and it doesn't feel as though she is even interested or that I'm a priority anymore. For example, yesterday I'd messaged her because I'd driven past her friend and said, oh, I've just driven past so-and-so. And she said, oh yeah, she's on her way to see her friend. I'm on the phone to her now. But I haven't even had a message from her in weeks. And she has a boyfriend now, but even when she's seeing him on the weekend, she makes time and meets up with friends with him as well. But I've never even met him. 
because of the way I've been feeling and I don't want to seem nagging or even come across jealous because that is not the case. I haven't said anything to her. I've just been staying quite distant recently, which I know is not helping. I know she'd be really hurt to hear the way she's making me feel and I don't want to lose her as a friend. If you have any advice on how to approach or address the situation and how it's making me feel, I'd really appreciate it. Love you so much. Love you. Love you more. Okay. This is a tricky one because when you're low maintenance and you just know, it doesn't matter if we haven't spoken in a while, you just you just know we're besties. You can call me at 4am telling me your life's falling apart. I'll come get you. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're low maintenance friends and you know it's, you're like my sister, do you know what I mean? It's it's easy. It's, you know, low maintenance is it's low maintenance. <laughs> There's no other word for it. But I think because you're feeling like this, it feels... Um, I don't really know because I feel like maybe she just knows you know our friendship is just different like we don't need to chat every day and and it's just different and I think you know we've got friends where we talk really frequently and and we'll make small talk and we'll make conversation just to keep in touch but with those friends like you said your version of, of like Jess is you know it doesn't, we don't need to like just make conversation for the sake of it. If we've got nothing to say, we've got nothing to say. You know, if you need me, I'm here. If you're bored and lonely, send me a message. Like if I've got some news or if I saw something that's going to make you laugh, like then we'll talk. But it's not like that friendship where it's like, oh shit, we haven't spoken in a few days. Like let me message her. Do you know what I mean? So I think maybe it's just a case of like, well, she just knows your besties. Like she knows that that is just your level of friendship. And she might be having more phone calls and and texting more with other friends because that is just their friendship. And it doesn't mean that she values them any more than you. It's just that that's the, it's a difference in relationship. Do you know what I mean? Like it's almost like with siblings, like I I talk to one of my sisters all the time and then another my sister, like another one of my sisters we don't ever message but it's like you love them the same do you know what I mean you just have different relationships with different people and different levels of maintenance so I would I know it's really difficult but I would just try to think well this is just our friendship and we love each other and and it's it's like an unspoken thing that it's like well we're each other's number one do you know what I mean but if it is really bothering you, I do think you have the right to say something and it doesn't need to, it doesn't need to sound like, you know, how you're scared of it sounding that you're jealous or whatever, because it's really normal to just need a bit of reassurance every now and then. So I think, you know, you said that she would hate to know how she's making you feel. And also I definitely do what you do where you, where you feel rejected or you feel neglected and then you, you, you shut off. And then in their eyes, it's like, well, (laughs) you're barely talking to me do you know what I mean and then they say that and then you don't really have an argument because you're like well yeah I did do that actually and it doesn't really make any sense like you've even said um you know it doesn't help but yeah I would just try to avoid doing that even though sometimes it's just in our nature to just be like well fine then do you know what I mean but I would try to avoid doing that because you know it is a two-way street um and if you want more uh, communication with her then you you can make that happen by just chatting more and, and deciding actually yeah we will we will have phone calls more frequently and I'm going to be the one to to make that you know start and hopefully she will reciprocate that same energy but if you do want to say something um just say it and just say like you know take a bit of accountability as well I think that helps when you approach somebody with how they're making you feel because sometimes people can feel really under attack and it can feel unfair especially when you know you've been distancing yourself anyway so I would just say like you know I don't know if you've noticed but like I have been a bit quiet recently but I think I've just been overthinking things like how you've been like talking to 
and having texts and calls with people and then I and then I start taking it a bit personally and that's probably wrong on my behalf but like I just wanted to say that to you and then she might come back with like oh no like I have noticed but like I've just assumed that that's how you wanted to do things blah 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 and just maybe a nice little honest conversation where it doesn't have to be like do you want to be friends with me anymore or what do you know what I mean (laughs) so yeah I think just try not to take it personally even though it can be difficult um but yeah I think you're good I love you I love you so much all right next dilemma hey Leah hope you're well I'm okay hope you're well as well darling more of a friendship based dilemma I'm gonna try and cut a very long story short but sorry if this is still really long so here goes my friend let's call her Rachel and I have both been friends since we were around 13 we're both now 24 amazing we always got on very well and had loads of fun when we were younger and would be together all the time as we got as we got older going out drinking etc Rachel went to uni at our local city still around 40 minutes away from our hometown and I decided uni wasn't for me so I just got a job and have been working my way up ever since stunning Rachel and I were still super close so I would go down most weekends or on my days off when she was at uni and we'd live the uni life together that's amazing that is amazing because you know what I don't know a friendship that survived going to uni in separate cities but to be fair 40 minutes is a lot more local than I went I went like five hours away so yeah everywhere everyone around me at uni I think there was one girl who had a friend from home come to visit but everybody else their friendships didn't survive uni. Mine definitely didn't, apart from Jess, but we still didn't see each other. We didn't see each other for years, but, you know, like I said, we have that level of friendship where it's like, we're just both studying and doing our own shit, but you're still my best friend. See, see you in a few years. <laughs> but anyway, so carrying on. Um, we really did have a great time and I look back on it with happy memories. However, I got quite bored of this quickly and I deep down knew that going out and drinking just wasn't really for me and I didn't enjoy it as much as she did, which is totally fine. Everybody enjoys different things. Rachel finishes uni, gets a job at home, but has to live in the work accommodation as she can't drive. Oh my God, fuck that. I'd hate to live where I work. Oh wait, I do do that. (laughs) I literally do. Well, at least it's in my home, not in like an accommodation. Anyway, (laughs) idiot. I've been driving since I was 17, so I was always the one giving lifts, etc. I was always there for her as much as I could be. I would be the first person to drive to her accommodation and often brought her back to stay at my parents' house when she fell out with her boyfriend who lived and worked there too. Okay, so you're filling her cup quite a lot. However, I always found Rachel would only really talk to me or invite me places if she needed something like a lift somewhere. Hmm, bit of a take, take, take friend, hey? Which I didn't mind for the most part, but it did get a bit annoying as she would never offer petrol money and we all know it's not bloody cheap. Yeah, that is annoying. I also had a few bad experiences with her on our nights out. We would get, she would get herself so drunk and I was always that mum friend. If I tried to sway her away from making bad mistakes whilst drunk that she would regret, she would often totally flip at me, scream at me and she once threw chairs across her flat at me. Oh my god! If my friend flew through fucking chairs at me, I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I'd react. That is so crazy. I left that night at around two a.m. and waited in the freezing cold train station until I could get a train home at five a.m. That's a bad friend move from Rachel there. I'm quite a forgiving person, so just put it down to her being drunk and not being able to handle her vodka, and would always get a very long apology message from her the next day. Okay. All right, Rachel, doesn't quite cut it, 
but all right. <laughs> we won't get the last three hours back in the freezing cold, but whatever. Appreciate the apology. However, I did start to distance myself as I didn't, I didn't want to be friends with someone like that. When I spoke to her and her and told her that going out and drinking wasn't really for me, I found that she became very dismissive of, dismissive of me, fucking hell, Leah, as that's all she ever did other than work. She didn't, invite, she didn't invite me to her 22nd, 23rd or 24th birthday celebrations as she claimed, well, you wouldn't come anyway because you hate going out. Ouch. An invite would have been nice. Maybe I could have come to some of it. Yeah. Surely there's a compromise to be had where we can meet up and be friends, but without the getting drunk and going clubbing part. I'm more of a pub slash day drinking girl, but that made me feel like our friendship doesn't mean anything to her anyway. I'm with you there on the, on the pub day drinking. Okay, there is more, but I just want to touch on this point I think sometimes when you've got a way that you like your idea of fun so her idea of fun is going out getting steaming right and sometimes when you have a friend that says but I don't find that fun that's I don't want to do that I find that in my experience people feel judged and they feel like well fuck off then like we're not the fucking same if you don't prove of my my lifestyle and how I'm trying to have fun and enjoy my life in my 20s thriving loving life having a laugh getting pissed then whatever guess guess I'll just do it without you do you know what I mean and I think sometimes people take offense to it so anyway moving on fast forward to now I've recently bought my first home with my lovely boyfriend gorgeous congratulations we've been together for three years now and he was in our friendship group at school so he was her friend as much as he was mine we've never once had a congratulations message Mm, what the fuck not that I'm expecting a song and dance but a simple message would have been nice 100% it's a massive achievement you'd think your best friend would be proud of you okay or anything from her nor she expressed any interest to come and look at the house which your best friend's bought a house and you don't even want to go round. Like for me, your best friend having a house is ideal. You've got your own bestie space. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a bit off. As if it was the other way around, I'd be cheering her on and would be desperate to see this huge step in her life and celebrate with her. Exactly, I'm with you. She just doesn't really seem to care. I think it's a shame as, as I said, she was just as much my boyfriend's friend as she was my friend. Why can't she be happy for both of us? I think there might be a bit of bitterness I'm not sure um I don't think it's that deep I don't think whatever she's feeling towards you is that deep from an outside perspective but I do feel like well you're clearly not happy for me full stop like if you were happy for me I'd know about it you tell me you'd be round I'd you know I'd know about it but for some reason she's not able to be happy for you and I don't know if that comes from you know she feels like maybe you're intimidating or patronizing because obviously you're not but I mean in her eyes because it's like oh yeah well you got your fucking house with your lovely boyfriend and your and your own property yeah and I'm just trying to get pissed and you're too good for that are you do you know what I mean like I think she might she couldn't take that wrong I don't know moving on but just to add you've not done anything wrong here from my point of view she's now moved back to the city and lives with her friends from uni and now I literally never hear from her However, I know fine well that she she will be blaming me for the distance between us, even though everything we've had planned recently has fallen through because of her. She would also always talk really badly of friends who we had drifted from, even though nothing bad had really happened between them. She would always find a reason to hate them, even though there was literally never a problem. They just drifted. See, that's a red flag for me. Like, if my friend is chatting shit about other friends, I'm like, I would hate to know how you talk about me. Do you know what I mean? 
I'm now a bit scared that this is the, oh, here we go. I'm now a bit scared that this is the way she will be talking about me to her friends. And I just don't like that for as nothing really happened between us. Again, we've just drifted as we're both busy in different stages of our lives. Maybe that's me just overthinking, but after what I witnessed when we were closer, it really wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, so I think, again, there is more, but I will just touch on this. I think when it comes to this, and I have been in your position where you're worried about what somebody is talking, like the way somebody is talking about you to other people, what I tell myself is it doesn't matter. You know, like, you know the truth. You know you're, you haven't done anything. You know that you just are different and you are like you said in different stages of life and on different pages so if she can go and and talk to other friends and say oh she was a fucking dick like she she made me feel shit about going out partying just let her say it do you know what I mean like it doesn't matter what she said just let her say it yeah I can't help but feel guilty and upset by the lack of communication slash loss of friendship between us as we did have a love as we did have lovely times together apart from when she was throwing chairs at me (laughs) I knew each other inside out but should I just let it go as she seems happy with her friends in the city and I'm happy with how life is going for me too what would you do I don't want to start any sort of argument or point the finger as I don't think anyone's in the wrong I just think it's a shame thanks love ya love you okay I really like your um you're very emotionally intelligent from what I'm getting from that email you know like you you aren't sat there going she's fucking rude like I'm not being funny what the fuck just because I don't want to go clubbing with you like that's rude like you're like you know you were in different we're just in different stages I don't think she's in the wrong I don't think I'm in the wrong it's just a shame so I love that from you I think um sometimes and I will say uni can really change a person and it can be temporary 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 (laughs) temporary what the frick anyway and it can be temporary. So I think if you really love this friendship and it's really important to you, I think do what you can to maintain it for a bit. And people will always come back down to earth after uni. Well, usually, right? You can get carried away and, and you can... Uni is hard. Uni is really fucking hard. And even though you're surrounded by friends and stuff, is it's actually quite a lonely experience even though you might not realize it at the time I think when you look back you think fucking hell like how did I actually get through them three years like it was actually shit <laughs> but I'm just speaking from experience okay I know there's loads of people that absolutely love and adore uni and it's like the best three years of their life and they make friends for life okay yeah I can't relate but it is no matter what your experience uni is difficult and it takes a lot of work that it's financially stressful like it's really stressful and, it, and it's intense right and it can it can change a person and like i said usually hopefully it's temporarily so hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I think you could approach the situation and say, like, look, I feel like a bit upset, you know, like I love you. You're you're literally my sister. Do you know what I mean? But what what the fuck's happened, you know? Like, we don't have to go clubbing and that's our only option of how we can spend time together, you know? Like, why can't we go for food? Why can't we go for a little boozy brunch if you if you do wanna get a little drunk together, you know? It doesn't have to be clubbing. And also, look, I I'm almost a bit jealous of you. Like, I wish I could enjoy it. I'm happy for you that you have a good time. I don't have a good time. And if I did have a good time, I'll be straight out there with you, babe. But I just don't. And I can't change that. And I wish you would accept that about me and prioritize our friendship still, you know, just because I don't want to do the getting smashed on a Friday, Saturday night. And I think you can say that and it doesn't have to be judgmental and it doesn't have to be aggressive and, and confrontational it can come from a place of love um and you know you might get well you know I don't really know what to do like blah, 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 blah. and if you do whatever then you've that's what you take from it or you can just maintain the friendship you know keep it at arm's length but still do what you have to do to maintain the friendship accept people for who they are at the end of the day and love them anyway and as long as they're not treating you bad sometimes we just have to accept people you know all right, we were closer, but we're not now. And, you know, I've got other friends that will celebrate my successes. And you're just somebody who we have so much history and I'll always love and always make time for. And that's just what we're, what, where we are now. And, and if in a couple of years when uni's over and, you know, you might get on a different track somewhere, you might settle into a job somewhere or whatever. And then we might get closer again and you might get to that stage where, I'm talking about her, by the way, when I say you, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying you, she might get to the stage where she is bored of going out and drinking and then your friendship will just blossom again. You never know. But I think it's up to you what approach you take. But there's just a few options, you know, um, but I wouldn't take it personally at all. Like, I think it's actually quite common that people push other people away when they start saying like, well, I don't really like going out. And they're not ready to give up that life yet. So they're like, well, I've got to give up the friendship instead because I'm not giving up this lifestyle. I love it. Do you know what I mean? yeah I love you um thank you for sending in your dilemma and everything's gonna be fine love you so much okay next one hey Leah sending you lots of love and good vibes thank you I need them good vibes I have a friendship dilemma and would love yours slash the listener's advice on I've recently oh my god I've recently do you know what it is it's my fucking big fat lips because they're so swollen that I can't like I don't know you can probably hear it when I'm speaking like I can't pull my lips into my mouth it's really difficult but anyway i've recently rekindled a friendship from my childhood nothing major happened to make us drift just life etc but we recently got back in contact and it's been really nice gorgeous love it 
My issue is I'm such a low maintenance friend, i.e. I won't reply to texts instantly and don't need to speak every day. I have a child and I work, so I'm quite busy. Whereas she is the complete opposite. She is a very high maintenance friend and texts me every day, which isn't an issue. But if I've been on WhatsApp and not replied, she'll ask if she's done something wrong or ask if I'm okay. I think it comes from a harmless place and maybe she's just an anxious person, but I can feel it maybe creating a rift when I don't want it to. As on the whole, I'm really enjoying our friendship again and having her back in my life, but it's every day if I've not replied for an hour or so and it's feeling a bit much. Any advice would be appreciated. Love you. Bye. Yeah, that's that's intense because I I'm exactly like you. Like I can go on WhatsApp on and off for two days and still not get around to replying to you because this is my thing right sometimes if I'm going through some shit the thought of responding to somebody can be really overwhelming like I don't know what it is like I think I've said this before like one of my friends could be like oh what are you doing next week and it will take me two days to just tell her what I'm up to because I'm overwhelmed by everything like it's really weird I just shut off from things but yours isn't for that reason yours is just you know I'm really fucking busy texting isn't like a thing that I do it's not a priority to me you know, I just know where I stand with people. I know you're, I know you're my friend, whatever. Um, and I totally get it. And if somebody was messaging me every hour, like, um, hello, I would get so overwhelmed and so stressed. I'm like, oh, can I live? Like, okay. I think you can just be honest and say like, you know, if she says like, um, hello, like, why haven't you replied? I think you can even do it over text and be like, oh, by the way, like, if I'm slow at replying, like, please don't take it personally. I'm I'm just honestly really lazy with texting and I just have too many other things to prioritize. But like, love you. Please never take it personally. Like, if I'm not texting you back, you, I'm thinking about you. Like, everything's cool. Like, never, never take it personally. I know it might come across a bit rude or I know, I know you might think, you know, I know you might be insulted by it. But like, please just, just know I love you. And it's not that I've just got too many other things to juggle at once. You know, I'm a mom, you know, or next time you're together, you could just be like, oh, by the way, like, I've been meaning to say this to you. Please don't take my text in person there, you know, say it all in person and just bring it up in a in a really casual way. And then hopefully next time that you're like slow at replying, she might have that knowledge to just go, I'm I'm not going to chase it because she's she's already made it clear that, you know, she doesn't have time to to text me as quick as I can text, you know, and it's not personal, it's fine. And it might just take a bit of adjusting for her to be like, accepting of it and not take it personally because I can really see her point of view as well if you are like a not high maintenance because I don't think it's high maintenance to text someone a lot but if you're just like a texter you know I feel like you're a texter or you're not and I'm not a texter at all so yeah I think yeah just mention it and just say look love you by the way like I know it probably comes across like this but it's not you know but you know, I'm sorry if, if it, if, if it makes you feel like any type of way, but yeah, I just wanted to say it. I don't want you to feel any way. I love you. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Love you, babe. Next dilemma. Hi, Leah. I love your podcast. It keeps me going and work. Oh, I'm so glad. I hope your shift's going all right today, babe. So me and my best friend have been best friends <laughs> for around eight years. She bought a house with her boyfriend and seemed happy. However, She told me that she'd started seeing someone from work and that she was going to end the relationship with her boyfriend. Oh, it's so hard being an outsider in these situations. Okay, let's go. It turns out the guy she's seeing is engaged with a child. I said I don't agree with it at all, but she's completely in love with the guy. 
He's been telling her for months that he would end it with his fiance, but it's never happened. No, not one of them. You hear about them all the time. I'm going to leave her. I'm going to leave her. I'm going to leave her. Mm. I told her that he will never leave her and he's selfish and doesn't care. He is selfish. That is fucking selfish. Okay. She then replied and told me that it's unfair for me to say that. And because he's got a child, it's hard for him to leave. Okay. So I think what's happened there is she's, you've also, you've obviously hit a nerve there. You know, like she's had these thoughts. She's worried. She's scared he's not going to leave his fiance. You know, she's scared that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. And you've said what she's absolutely petrified of. And she's like, oh, fuck off. Okay. It's not going to happen. He's going to leave her. He loves me. Okay. Do you know what I mean? She then replied, oh, I've said that. Since then, she's been distant and not come to plans we've arranged and then made up excuses as to why she can't come anymore. She, yeah, you hurt her there. Well, you know, it's what you're saying is, is fucking fair, but it's hurt her. It's hit a nerve. She then messaged me asking how I was. And I told her one of my family members is very poorly. And it took her two weeks to reply. Oh, God, she's pushing you away here. I haven't responded back to her as I can't believe it's taken my best friend two weeks to rep- to reply to a message, especially when it's something so serious. Yeah, fuck. To sum it up, we haven't spoken for over a month and I overall feel like it's because I haven't given my approval on the situation with this guy she's seeing. She's just not being there for me anymore. It's been paying on my mind that we haven't spoken so long, but I've also got to the point where I think I'm done with the friendship. What would you do? Love you. Bye. I'd feel exactly the same as you. I would just feel like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you haven't done anything wrong in a sense. Like, I understand what you're saying is what you feel and what everybody else would probably feel from the outside. But it's hurt her and it's hit a nerve. And she doesn't want to hear negative talk. She doesn't want to hear slander about her little secret love affair. She doesn't want to hear it. So she is pushing you away because she doesn't like your negative opinion. She doesn't like that you don't approve and she doesn't want to hear it. And I understand why she's doing it. I do. But it's hurtful and it's it's not fair. It's not fair. So I honestly think there isn't much you can do. Like in your position, it's a bit like, I don't like, let's not forget this girl's got a boyfriend, you know. She's got a boyfriend. Let's, we're talking about the other guy and his fiance, but she's also in a relationship. So that's quite hard to watch your best friend do to a person and to another woman and a child. Like It's hard to sit back in and watch your friend make decisions that are hurting people and, and sit there and go, keep it up, babe, doing great. You know what I mean? Like You want to be like, babe, what the fuck are you doing? Like This ain't right. And unfortunately, they she don't want to hear it. And she knows it's wrong. She knows. She's not silly. She knows it's, it's not, affairs ain't right. And she knows he probably should have left his fiance by now if he's gonna. And there's a high possibility he won't. Do you know what I mean? She don't want to hear it. But I have a strong feeling that when she gets to the point where this guy's never left or he's ended things with her and said, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm staying with my fiance. La, la, la. I'm getting married. She'll come back to you and she'll say, you were right. I'm sorry for the way I acted. And I think it's up to you if you want to forgive her. You don't know. Maybe this guy will leave his fiance and they will end up together. But at the same time, would you, would you guys want to be with someone if they fucking cheated on their fiance to be with you? Because I bloody wouldn't. It says a lot about a person to me. End your relationship and be with somebody else. You don't have to do two at the same time. 
Do you know what I mean? I mean, she's doing the same thing, I guess. So they deserve each other. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to go two ways or three. Could be the end of the friendship. Worst case scenario. But you're also saying you feel like you're done with the friendship. So, or this guy could finally leave his fiance. They end up happily ever after and she finally gets what she wants. And then she might come to you because she's happy and she doesn't have the insecurities anymore that what you're saying might be right. And then she might, you know, be willing to rebuild a friendship with you because those insecurities are out the window now. And she might even have that feeling if she wants to shove it in your face of like, huh, you thought he was going to be selfish and fuck me over. He didn't. We're, We're together. You know, it could happen. Or you could be right and he could not leave his fiance, and she could end up fucked where she's like shit I've just been royally fucked over by this guy and I need my best friend right now because my best friend was bloody right or there's another scenario there's a fourth scenario that could happen and she doesn't want to admit that you were right and she's embarrassed so she could push herself away even more because she doesn't want to come over and be like and, and you have to say that like, I told you I told you babe even though you wouldn't because you're a lovely girl but she, she would be in fear of, of you thinking that like oh surprise surprise he fucked you over soldier and she won't want the judgment or hopefully she'll have you know enough what's the word courage to just be like you were right and I really need my friend and I'm sorry and I shouldn't have pushed you away and it, the only reason I pushed you away is because I knew you were right so honestly from your perspective right now what can you actually do you know I think all you can do is what you feel is best for you um if she comes back to you she comes back to you she doesn't she doesn't and I think you did the right thing because a bad friend would sit back and be like oh how's it going with Craig and Billy at the moment do you know what I mean has Billy left the fiance yeah do you know what I mean like no that's not a good friend to me like if if my friend was in that situation I'd be exactly like you I'd be the one saying babe this ain't right this ain't right so yeah I don't think you have anything to look back on and feel bad about I'm scared somebody's in my house right now hello no I think we're okay anyway yeah I love you I think just do what is best for you in this situation because that's what she's doing she's not thinking about you right now sadly all right, I love you. Next dilemma. Hey, I love you and I hope you're looking after yourself. Oh, that's actually such a nice thing to say. Hope you're looking after yourself. Oh, I hope you guys are all looking after yourself. I love you guys. My friendship drama is wedding based. Okay, I love a wedding dilemma. There's so many dramas and stresses around weddings, isn't there? Do you guys see Jamie Lane got um, married, married, <laughs> married, married recently? Well, he had like the ceremony in London and he didn't invite Spencer as like best friend. <laughs> I'm not really gossiping right now, guys, but I saw it on his podcast. He has a podcast with Spencer and Spencer was like, you didn't invite me to your wedding. You told me it was just going to be family. And then I saw the pictures and you were surrounded by friends and I wasn't one of them. And I swear he's like his best man at the actual wedding party, wedding, wedding. And Jamie was like, oh, well, honestly, like I just didn't think like I was just so busy getting married that I didn't invite you to my wedding (laughs) I was like what the fuck that's odd like imagine not inviting your best friend like I swear it's it's his best man that's crazy to me anyway (laughs) so I moved to Australia a few years ago and my best friend let's call her Julie is getting married in England she asked me to be bridesmaid which I was initially so excited to be gorgeous 
Oh no, I've got hiccups. Have you guys ever been bridesmaids? I'm sure loads of you have. Do you know I've never been a bridesmaid? Hmm. One day. I'm not sure the rules of weddings and how they're supposed to go down, but I absolutely cannot afford to go over to England for the wedding. I know Julie's going to be angry at me. I'm expected to pay for my bridesmaid dress, accommodation, not to mention the flights are thousands of dollars. Fuck more. They've literally spelled it. Fuck more. But I really don't know what to do or to say. I know this is going to cause a huge cause a huge divide and our other friends are already fishing for info and circulating about me possibly not going back for her big day. Fuck off. Mind your own business. I'm so expected I'm so expected to go, but genuinely can't afford it. What would you do? What do I say? Do I try and fork together money to go for a week? I've just started a new job, so I'm tight for money, but I know if I don't go, there will be so much drama. I love you. Any advice would be so appreciated. Have the most amazing weekend. Oh, I love you so, so much. All right. This is a tough one. This is tough. Like when you get married abroad, this is the big problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, just because I'm getting married, I can't expect everyone to fork together for a few fucking grand for me, for my day. Do you know what I mean? And it's not like you go into like a big luxury island, like getting married in Ibiza. Like, yeah, just get a holiday in Ibiza, guys, and just join me for the wedding for the day. It's fucking England. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So that is really difficult. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on can you afford it? at all like is there a way you can make it work because I also feel like it would be really sad to look back and not have been part of the day for yourself do you know what I mean if you genuinely consider her like one of your best friends like for lifer for a lifer I'd be really sad to look back and know that you weren't there and it was just because you was in a different financial position to everybody else that could fucking afford to go. Like, and it would be really, it would be quite gutting to look back on. So I think, like, you did say, should I fork together the money? I think if you can afford anything at all, even if it's to fly for, oh, to be fair, coming from fucking Australia, you don't want to do it for a couple of days. It takes you a couple of days to get there. <laughs> well, a day. So... I think, you know, I would consider making it work. But if you absolutely are like, I don't want to spend all this money on someone's wedding. Do you know what I mean? If you really are like, I don't want to spend that money, then just don't and just explain it and just say, look, I'm gutted. I am gutted. I'm so sad that I'm going to miss this massive day. But unfortunately, I'm just not in a position in my life where I can make that. So yes, that's, that's not your fault. But if you genuinely feel like, you know, I probably could, it's just that I'd rather not, probably could, you know, rather spend on elsewhere. But if there is a part of you that thinks you would look back and be gutted, maybe try and make something work. I don't know, like accommodation, like, do you know anyone? You can come stay at mine, babe. Like, do you know anyone you can just stay with? Anyone that's already going, like, where are you staying? If you've got family, like, can I just have the sofa? Do you know what I mean? Just to save some money where you can. Um, whatever it is that you feel, it feels right for you. If making it work, if put it this way, let's say it's in a year's time, this wedding. If you could imagine, you know, I've worked really hard over the last year and I can finally go, I've got the money for a flight. I've sorted out accommodation. You know, I'm going to scrape it, but I can be there. You know, I, I can get a secondhand wedding dress. I can, wedding dress bridesmaid dress I can get one off vintage do you know what I mean I can make this work for as cheap as possible 
And then in a year's time, you look, you, you're there and you go, I'm so glad I did this. Like, do you think if you picture it a year from now and it's the wedding, are you going to think, I'm really proud of myself that I did this? Because sometimes when you're in a bit of a financial shithole, you you just put everything, you shut everything down and you go, can't do it. I haven't got the money. I just can't make that work. I'm, I'm skin. I can't, I just can't, I'm skin. And sometimes you think I probably could have do you know what I mean I probably could have but I'm so pissed off and so depressed about my financial situation which believe me I know the feeling you shut everything down you go I can't afford it it's not gonna happen for me that shit just doesn't happen for me I just don't have that sort of money when really if you think can I make it happen you could get to that wedding and be like I'm so glad I did this I've, I've had the best time you know I'm so glad I didn't miss out it was worth it, you know? So I think um, it is totally up to you. And if you categorically cannot afford that wedding, do not feel bad about it. If you physically, physically cannot, because you can't get married abroad and expect everybody's got that sort of money. She's got to be prepared to hear that from some people. And if, it, if that is the case with you, you know, can we celebrate here before you go? Can we do a little get together here before you go? Because I really do want to celebrate with you. I'm so happy for you. I'm so sad I'm not going to be part of it. But can we do something here before, you know, little bridal party, whatever it is in Oz, you know, in the Gold Coast, wherever, wherever you are. You know what I mean? So yeah, love you. Don't feel bad about it because unfortunately money is fucking stressful, mate. Why is it actually the most stressful thing? So yeah, love you. Um, Let me know. Let me know because I would love to know if you do actually make it to this wedding or whatever decision you make and I'm proud of you no matter what. You work hard and I love you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for sending in all your dilemmas. I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed sitting down with you, having a bestie chat today. And let's wrap up the episode. All right. I love you guys. I hope you all really enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel a little bit lighter. I hope you it distracted you from anything heavy on your mind at the moment. I hope it made you feel bit less lonely like you had a bit of company for the last 45 minutes whatever however long it's been I always feel really I don't know I feel closer to just people when I do this when I do this podcast because I just feel like it's just so nice to just sit and chat sometimes you know what I mean and I love listening to podcasts as well like I've always got a podcast on guys like I genuinely always have a podcast on I don't know what some of my faves are I really like Jamie Lang's podcast I genuinely do really enjoy it he had um will the farmer on the other day thoroughly enjoyed tell me your favorite podcast guys please let me know what ones you recommend and yeah what am i going to do now i might go on a tiktok live and do some makeup on live have a little chat with you all if anyone catches me this will be in the past now but follow me for future lives but yeah i hope you all have an amazing weekend whatever it is that you're getting up to be safe be careful make bad decisions and send them in as confessions we have some good confessions coming up by the way guys so send them in for tuesday this is your opportunity to make bad choices. No, I would never encourage that. But if you did, if you just happened to in your own, out of your own will, please, you have to make sure you tell me because content. Okay. I love you guys. I hope you all have an amazing weekend and I will speak to you on Tuesday for a brand new episode. All right. I love you. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 